Hey everybody, you hear that? Sounds like tea time. the island this is your favorite capricorn bonita ct in the house bj the birthday girl in the house hey that's right this is your birthday month september virgo girl virgo girl Mm. does that sign hold true yes (laughs) yes it does we're all smiling around the island because we got a special guest host today and she is none other. She's she's a friend of the podcast. She's actually been a guest on our podcast. But now Cheryl has her wish come true. She has arrived at the island. The Yay. one and only Diva Maury. Maury! Introduction. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. I am so honored to be here. I can't believe I'm on this side of the kitchen island tea. I'm enjoying this. Thank you for inviting me. Oh Thank yes. She yes. just happens to be in town. We had a celebration at church, and she decided to stay longer and continue the celebration. Yes. And so we've been having a good time. Yes, and I just want to make that formal announcement that she is my BFF, and I love me some Maury. This is Cheryl speaking. All lies. I'm so glad my BFF Maury is here in the house. (laughs) Thank you, Cheryl. This is BJ. I just want to say welcome, Maury. You know we love you. Yes. 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 So we are honored to have you. Thank you for taking time out of your Netflix schedule. Your Netflix schedule. My Netflix schedule. <laughs> to Your tennis open schedule. Yes, our tennis open. Spe- oh, you know wow. what? Yes. Really? Yes. So what's been going on, y'all? I mean, there's a lot going on in the news and everything, but what have y'all personally been up to? Well, y'all know I've been to Mexico. Cheryl was having a ball out in Cancun and Playa de Carmen and riding the catamaran and looking at the beautiful ocean and taking pictures that blew up to be looking much better than I really look. All right. (laughs) Thank God for Photoshop. (laughs) But I had a fabulous time celebrating my birthday and then my uh, my, my BFF that's in California, Mm -hmm. Hope's birthday. Her birthday was August 29th and mine was August 30th, so we were in Mexico. Awesome. So you had some me time. Me time, we time, free time, you can name it. All right. All right. My tan on and I'm already chocolate. I just got a little extra crispy. (laughs) (laughs) But you look good to me, like you're well rested. Yes, Yes, beautiful. Yes, I am. Yeah, it was hard to come back because I wanted to just stay out on that beach and relax. It's something about being with the ocean and the nature and just Mm -hmm. being outside and letting the sun, you know, soak on you and you just sleeping outside. It's just an awesome thing. The best nap ever. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. the best nap. Yeah. Ever. The best nap. What about you, Beverly? Well, I've been home being the caregiver to my 97-year-old mom, and but I'm saying hallelujah. My grandson went to high school. He's a freshman. And so we're just praying for him to stay safe and well. But okay. he tried out for basketball and made the junior varsity. So. Oh, wow! Especially when you don't practice or carry a basketball around. <laughs> but he made it. So I'm like, hallelujah! So we're encouraging him to get a little more involved in basketball. And like I said, just pray that all the other kids keep wearing their masks because I put the fear in him. Okay, okay. Wear your mask at all mm-hmm. times. When you come home, don't touch anything. Wash your hands. We take your temperature. So, but I'm grateful. It's it's all good. So that's kind of what I've been doing, just getting him off to school. Do you have your water? You got your books. You got this. Or that. And then he says, we don't have books. I was like, what? So they don't have books. That makes sense. Everything you go online for. So there are no so books. But they have a lockers. backpack. And you don't have to but touch But I don't know what's in it. It says no <laughs> books and eight pins. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, it's different, you all. Wow. So that you actually wow. need a tablet to go to school now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a luxury anymore. It's oh, no. It's a necessity. Wow. Does the district provide the tablets now? Uh, not 
Yes, they do if you can't afford. Okay. So it's not like everybody just everybody gets, gets one. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. If your family can't afford to get you one, then they'll help out. Okay. Or they have some that they'll loan you. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Wow, that's neat. What about you, Miss Maury? What you oh, been up to besides? I'm taking care of my two beautiful grandchildren. All right. Okay. You can tell I'm a new grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but been taking care of them, and then when I've had some time off from them, been working around the house, you know, newly retired. Retired in December of last year, and I was supposed to do all this cleaning. <laughs> Haven't quite done it. <laughs> Grow to be like y'all retired. Oh, girl, just keep living. Yes, keep living. And retirement doesn't mean you get to do all your plans, does it? No, does not. Does not. Does not. You get to do a whole lot of other people's plans. Oh, that is true. Right. That is true. Because when people find out you're retired, then they try to give you a to do list. So, have you gotten a to do list, Maury? No, oh, for my daughter? No, not for my husband. He knows better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten no. a to-do list either because yeah. I would tear it up <laughs> in the person's face. Well, I have my own and it's just way, it's just growing. It's not decreasing at all. No. That's, yeah. So that's a self-inflicted to do Yes. That's, but I need yeah. to be like you, Cheryl. Just do it. Yeah. So when I get there, I'll let you know. Okay, okay, okay. Just yeah. do it. Sometimes you have to just scratch some stuff off and say, you know what, this is not for me right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. Don't mm-hmm. hold yourself to your to-do list. That's Don't true. hold yourself to the, all the sticky notes that are running around in your head because my head can hold a lot of little sticky notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got to do that, I got to do that. But then it just drains you and you're sitting mm-hmm. still and you're tired you're because tired. you're thinking about all the stuff you yes. have to do. Yes, exactly. I always tell people to stay in the moment if you need to write it down so you can get it out of your head, write it down to get it out of your head mm-hmm. and go through each one of them and say, if this is the right time to do this, is it going to yield what I need it to yield? Exactly. No. Move okay. to the next. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I have learned being retired that the things in the house that you want to get done, they don't have a deadline. So if you get it done, you do. If you don't, you don't. That's true. Hakuna mm-hmm. Matata. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. Yes. Yeah, so y'all, I um, actually took a trip. Oh. Yes, I went to Las Vegas. All right. Yeah. Sin City. Yeah, yeah, it is Sin City. I got the video. Whatever. Well, tell us about it. You know we have to hear about it. Yeah, so Ashley, my daughter, and I, we met in Vegas. Um. To go see Usher. And it was fantastic. He is Mr. Showman. He has a residency in Las Vegas. And um, he only is doing a total of 18 shows. The show we saw was the last one. And then he goes back in December and does the last five. So you saw a limited edition. Yes, I did. Well, tell him about the video that you did send us. Because I just fell in love with it. He was he sang almost every song that you could ever think about that he's done. All of his hits. Um, He had a special guest come out because he wanted to thank this man, which was Sean Puffy P. Diddy Combs. I don't know know how many names he has. Yeah, that's that's his Mm -hmm. mentor. And after they sang together, then Puffy did like three songs by himself while Usher went to freshen up all right so it was another concert um and i think the highlight for me was usher actually went and put on some roller skates all right that's what i love and was (laughs) roller skating his butt off it was it happened to be to my favorite song so i was just losing my mind and i was trying to video and ashley's like mom just give me the phone i'll do it because i was trying to dance and, video. <laughs> and singing through my mask mm-hmm. let me let her, all the listeners know you had to wear your mask the entire time at the concert mm-hmm. they had what you call mask monitors mm-hmm. all over the arena this was at caesar's palace okay and if your mask went down you could take a sip and put it back up. If you did not put it back up in a timely manner, they come over and tell you put it up. 
Mm. Wow. Good. But Safety. meanwhile, you singing and dancing with a mask on for about two and a half hours. Wow. So you got wow. two for the price of one. Yes. yes. You did. Yes. That's excellent. And while we were there, John Legend came in. He was as close as we are. Oh. With his wife. I love his music. Yes. Mm. Yes. And of course, Usher um, recognized him and, you know, honored him. And it was just, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Awesome. That's wonderful. You had a good time. A great time. I had a great time. And then the next night we went to the Motown show. And just so happened my daughter knew someone that was performing one of the stars of Motown show. Ashley knows everybody. Everybody. (laughs) She's got the hookup everywhere. Yes. Yeah. So he said he thought he recognized her by her eyes. Uh But he said when she pulled down her mask to take a drink. He said, he went backstage when they were doing a wardrobe change. He was telling everybody, I think I know that lady in the front row because we were sitting in the front row center. Oh. And sure enough, after the show, he came out and he was like, Ashley? <laughs> and she went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, Ashley is a superstar in her own right. Also. Yes. Yes. Living Ashley is from um, our sister or brother podcast, Pride the Podcast, which we love and yes. we're friends with. And so... When you're not listening to us, listen to Pride the Podcast. Yes. 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 So, what else is going on, y'all? I think there's some big news. I was going to say, you guys have some awesome news. We have some big news. I'll let someone else speak Drum roll. So, we want to tell everyone, all of our listeners, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are, and we have been awarded the winner of the best host by Capital City Web Awards 2021. And that's all because of our founder, our creative director, our everything diva, Vanita Mitchell. Thank you, Lady V. Best host of a podcast. If y'all knew how tight of a ship she runs when she puts this podcast together and is so professionally done, produced, and edited and organized, uh, she's our creative genius behind this podcast. So without her, it wouldn't have happened. So I want to say thank you, Lady V, for all you do for us and thank giving you. us an award with Capital City Web. I know. This yes. is awesome. But you know what? All the all that accolades does not go to me. We are a team. Um, including you, Maury, because you were part of, you know, being a guest and, yes. and, and getting our listeners to listen. And our whole premise of our podcast is to make a difference one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. But we make a great team. It is a team effort. Now, I will say, when y'all walk in, y'all want to know what's going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all don't know. Like, I haven't sent you an agenda. But it is a team So, so everybody that's listening, here's the real tea. Here's the real dish. We're going to tell it like it is. I always, this is Cheryl, I come late every time to the podcast <laughs> recording because I'm trying to get here, trying to grab stuff, or I'm just terrible with time management. I'm just going to keep it 100. BJ walks in every now, time. Now, you don't have to tell my story. I'm going to tell <laughs> And she'll say, what are we doing today, y'all? Even though Vanita has taken all of this wonderful time <laughs> and putting everything together and texting it to us and emailing it to us, BJ will walk in, what are we doing today on the podcast? <laughs> it's funny. So we funny. do have our little idiosyncrasies yes. in order to make this product that you all are listening to now. <clears throat> yes, but it works. And we work, and we get along so well. What you hear is how we are, for real. Yes, what you hear is what you get. Exactly. So, <laughs> so we, we are so excited. We're going to continue doing this, trying to bring you guys quality episodes. Um, we would like for you guys to contact us with any ideas, but we're going to keep on chugging along with this podcast. All right, all right, all right. Love it, love it, love it. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we will come right back with Talk of the Island. Hey Islanders, we just want to check in with you personally. We would love to hear from you with feedback about your favorite episodes, any ideas you have about possible future topics, and guest suggestions. 
We can be reached at our email, which is kitchenislandtea at gmail.com. Also reach out to us via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, be safe, mask up, and keep hope alive. Ciao. And we are back at the island after the break. And you know what, y'all? There's so much going on in the world. There's so much overseas, so much going on in the United States, so much with our young people, um, the climate control. Um, there's just so much going on. I know recently, in the last week, we've uh, had Hurricane Ida. Right. I got a quick question for y'all. How do the hurricanes get named? Because I've always wondered... How do they pick these names? And who picks these names? Does anybody know? I just hope they don't pick my name. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Beverly. They probably she already comes. had it. They, they, they have. <laughs> they had to retire that one. <laughs> and are they always women's names? No, they're sometimes they're men. I, I read that the, the World Meteor- Meteorologist Organization... Uh, they at the Atlantic is assigned about six lists of names uh-huh. uh, with one list used each year. Every six years, the first list begins again. Each name on the list starts with a different letter. Now, if it's a major hurricane, uh-huh. they will retire that name. Okay. So I believe Ida will be retired just like Katrina was retired. You're not going to hear Katrina anymore. You're not going to hear Ida anymore. And I don't think there's ever been a, a hurricane Vanita, has it? Um, <laughs> only in this house. Yeah. <laughs> hurricane Vanita in this house. Wow. That's, that's crazy. But I know... That it was pretty bad. I know that the weather got really bad in New York City, which is where my daughter lives. There was a lot of flooding mm-hmm. everywhere. So where where did it start, the hurricane? Um, where did it hit first? Oh, it hit the states in Louisiana, mm-hmm. Alabama, and Mississippi. Okay. So then it did hit some islands out there in the Gulf first. Okay. And it hit us. And then I'm assuming it died down, but not the rain. Okay. It'll be hovered over. The East Coast, New York, and New Jersey. And that's why they got a lot of rain. I don't know if you all saw that on the news, but there was like waterfalls going into the, the uh, subway. subways. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Subways are the heartbeat of the city. That's, yeah. that's true. Well, it's, exactly. the, it's like the largest subway in the world, actually. Is it? Subway mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. in I New York City. Mm-hmm. Fact checkers, check me, but I think so. It's the... Largest I'll ask subway the producers system. to check. Can you check that, please? <laughs> <laughs> largest system in the world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think they had to close 21 subway stations. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, that shut New York City down, basically. Mm-hmm. So they had Mayor, Mayor, excuse me, Bill de Blasio on one of the morning shows, and he said, we have to start thinking about how we... Uh, approach these storms very differently now Mm -hmm. because they're coming at us very differently Mm -hmm. and they're coming at us with more intensity uh he said normally we would have to evacuate people that are on the coastal lines Mm -hmm. he said now we got to think about in the city people that are in basements Mm -hmm. uh, living in the basement apartments how to evacuate them and get them to higher ground in a safer place because it caught so many people off, off guard. guard. Yes, you know? yes. And that concerns me because that same area went through Katrina. Right. Okay, during the Bush era. So right. we know that the people are at a disadvantage. We already know that. We knew that they were going to need food. We knew that they were going to need water. We knew that they were going to need gas. So we know that we don't have any control over mother, father, nature, whatever you want to call it. But we don't have any control over what it's going to do and how it's going to affect everything. But I think we got to put our thinking caps on. I mean, it's been, what, 16 years since Katrina? Wow. In 16 years, we didn't worry about, is it going to be some way we can store in the ground or some way we can airlift after 24 hours? Because we have people standing in line from the morning to the night just to get a plate of food. That's crazy. They can't get water. They don't have electricity. Right. So, and we know what a grid problem is when you have one like we had in Texas. Yes, we right. do. Right. You all can test, but so, yeah, or March. So where are we? I mean, I just feel like have we learned anything from Katrina that and the Bush era that we ought to know now? That's a good point because right now they're starting to evacuate people in New Orleans that do not have 
electricity because it's mm-hmm. not coming on anytime soon. And if you think wow. about in the middle of Louisiana right now, with the heat and the humidity, and they have been without electricity Ooh. for the last, what, three or four days now? Yes. That means no uh, electric stove. That means no refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Right. That means no air conditioning. You're talking yeah. elderly people also. You're talking yes. anybody. Yes. And you're in the middle of that heat 24-7. Because even in the <gasps> evenings, that heat does not let up. <laughs> that it's, does not. So it's they're starting to think humidity. about, you know, we got to evacuate these people because we're not getting electricity on any time soon in order to, you know, relieve some of that misery. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're right, BJ. We should have learned something. It, we can't stop the the storms from coming, but we can be prepared on what to do after the storm. And I know they did things with the levees, and a lot of that prevented it from being worse, but mm-hmm. there's more. At least yeah, I think it more. is. The evacuation part, they need to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Well, they can evacuate people better, get, like you said, food to them, get water yeah. to them, all the necessities. Yeah. And I remember when Katrina hit and they came to San Antonio, I actually was out at the base helping to bring those people in and helping to, you know, provide whatever they needed. You know, the clothing, it was so many Mm -hmm. clothing, so much clothing that was coming in for them. Mm -hmm. But some of these people were um, well endowed, shall I say, and a lot of the clothing that was being donated was not well endowed clothing. Mm-hmm. So I literally called up family members and said, hey, this person wears a size this and size that, and this person needs these kind of socks because of his legs and, mm-hmm. you know, the circulation. They went to Walmart, bought those items, brought them directly to me, and I was able to give them to the persons uh, because the donations were not the right size mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So it, it's so much that I'm sure all of these people are thinking about as they begin to evacuate once again and uproot their lives, you know, because of another major storm. But we should have learned some type of lessons where we have, you know, facilities that's at least closer to them. Mm-hmm. They maybe not have to travel all the way to a San Antonio um, to, to be able to survive. When these things happen... You know, it's almost like a national disaster because you get groups of people from all over the United States to mm-hmm. embark upon those areas yeah. to help, mm-hmm. which leaves those places lacking because mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you've sent teams from all over to help. I mean, that's what you got to do. Yeah. But it's just, I, I always wonder when, you know, like in Louisiana, when these things, these disasters keep happening and people keep rebuilding in the same spot because they love they love where they grew up uh-huh you know it's like i'm from st louis and people talk about oh they murder there they do this they murder everywhere but right? i love my hometown right i love the cardinals i love all the things that you can do for free they have one of the top 10 zoos and you can do it for free so you love it and it's hard to leave it even though it's stuff going on i got one good thing to say though yes a lot of the restaurants, because they didn't have electricity, like Cheryl said, they all brought their food together. The wow. chefs, they took coals and set up barbecue grills, and they cooked all the food that they had in all these so restaurants, awesome. and people could just come and get a free meal. I think I saw that on the so news. So that's that one awesome. good thing, but yes. we ought to have more of that. Yes. Instead of throwing it out. And yes. back to, to why do they rebuild? So we In had, the same spots. We had yeah. some families to come into the center where I counsel. And, you know, as they were leaving Katrina and they were trying to process what was going on with them. And basically what they were telling us is that it's all about community. Mm, okay. And it's all about, you know, I'm next door to so-and-so and we do this every weekend or we do this every night. My kids play with so-and-so every, you know, every mm, after school. Yeah. Right. You know, we do snacks with this family. You know, we share meals with this family. It's all about community. It's not about, oh, I have to have this house in this specific location. It's about gotcha. okay. the community. And so when they're displaced... Just like all these Afghanistans that are now coming to our country, when they're displaced, they're displaced from their community. Right. And being put in a place where they don't know anybody. Mm. You know, so it's really about community. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just always has baffled me. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll show homes on the news that are totally destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then those people are already talking about rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll be back stronger than ever. They always say they that. Yeah. We're coming back stronger than ever. This is not going to beat us. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, I don't know how much can a family take. 
So let's talk about uh, what other natural disasters have been going on in this country. Let's think about it. What's on the West Coast? Fires. Fire everywhere. Fire. Earthquakes. Fires. Earth. Fires. Not that many earthquakes right now. Not there. lately. Fire. Mm-hmm. But yes. Fire. So storms in the what? The south. In the uh, south. Tornadoes. Right. Yes. And tornadoes. And on the east, and even have in, a, yeah. You the remnants from the rain, I mean, from the uh, hurricanes. And they, right. they haven't gotten that in a long time. Mm-hmm. 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 So. And we keep hearing unprecedented. unprecedented. True. Yes. And yes. if I think about it, climate century. change. Right. Yes. Because in the East, they, a lot of people don't have air conditioners. That's true, because they don't need Up them. north and east. Right. And now they're hot. I mean, they're having 80, 90. True. Degree days, and That's we're true. we're used to it. And we have air conditioning. Portland yeah. went over a hundred degrees, and I was like, "Who did Portland, Portland Oregon?" Are you yes. serious? And I have family there, and they don't have air conditioners, so they were out buying window units and stuff. Yeah, wow. because it's never that hot. Just like with us going below freezing for a whole week in mm-hmm. Texas, you know, it's never that, that cold. Never that cold. So we weren't Texas. prepared. The we city wasn't prepared. prepared. Mm-hmm. No and our infrastructure is not made like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That's true. And it's science, yes, it is definitely climate change, but I believe it's science and what the Bible has said, foretold, of the birth pains of the earth right. will collide together and they will actually match each other. And you know, with birth pains, uh, if, you, if you had a baby, they start to increase. They True. get stronger and stronger and they start to come with more frequency. Yeah, those contractions are no joke. They're no joke. And that's what's happening right not right now, the birth pains of the earth. They're getting stronger. The storms are getting stronger yes. and they're coming with more frequency. Mm-hmm. So it's already predicted, it's already said in the Bible that these things are going to happen. And that's what's happening. The science is proving it. But the word has already said it and spoken. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and true. Then, you know, when God created this earth, he commanded us to take care of it. We have not been taking care of this mm-hmm. earth. That's Amen. why we're having the climate change. And so yeah, now we're right. paying for it. Yes, we you are. Because we have not taken care of this earth. Wow. That is true. Um, yeah, it just baffles me. It's heartbreaking to see all the families that, you know, lose their homes and people that lose their lives and you know we just have to keep praying we have to keep praying for 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 people to do the right things and love on each other and help each other during these times um but yeah but it's funny that no not funny you brought up afghanistan and so these days some things all you have to do is say one word and you your brain goes there mm-hmm. you know like if somebody says COVID-19, your brain... If somebody says Zoom, your brain goes to Zoom, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. there's this, And so now, this week, and last week, the word is Afghanistan. And it's like, again, I... Y'all help me out. I don't get it. I don't get what... Why are people so angry and always fighting and, and killing? And like the, the guy that... The bomber... That killed the the soldiers last week. Oh, at the airport. Yes, at the airport. It's just continuous for people to feel that way and Uh and blow themselves up to hurt others. I don't know. When I hear Afghanistan now, I just cringe. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like they're human just like we're human. Yes. They want the same things we want. We want, you know our children to grow up and be healthy. We want our children's children, as Mari's saying, her grandchildren. I got Mm -hmm. one child, grandchild, one on the way. Mm -hmm. You want them to be able to grow up in a healthy environment. That's Mm -hmm. what everybody wants for their family. Exactly. No matter what country you're in. Uh, But there are evil people in every corner of the world. (laughs) True. Everybody wants the same thing, but they want it their way. Yes. Yes. And And they go about getting it differently. Yes. Yes. Because what you just said, you know, everybody wants the same thing. They want a safe place for their children or grandchildren to grow up in. But I just thought immediately about COVID-19, how people won't wear the mask. You know, Mm -hmm. the vaccination, Mm -hmm. that is a personal choice. But wear a mask. Think about somebody else's children. You want your children, you know, to grow up in a safe country. Think about somebody else's Mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. You know? That's a great analogy. You're right. I think this COVID will... 
my opinion, we'd be done if we cared about other people as much as we care about ourselves in whole. I'm not and saying if we, we had not general. politicized it in the beginning. Amen. Mm-hmm. I yes. believe everybody would have been on board from leadership on down if we had just said, hey, this is where we need to go as a country mm-hmm. and we all need to play our part to, to do this. To get um, this. Yep. But it's so politicized that you have these polar opposites that are fighting over something that's really nothing to fight over. It's a virus that can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, period. You what know? is all yeah. the dialogue about yeah i mean really yeah ventilators people are sick they die what's the dialogue but yeah but that's well we've left afghanistan but <laughs> that was my fault I'm no sorry. no 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 but i think it's just people are so enwrapped in i want to fight for my rights but what are your rights when the, your fellow man, you are your brother's keeper? Yes. You know? And yes. so you got to protect your fellow man as well as yourself and your family. So we all want the same thing. But like I said, we all want it our way. Right. And we need to get on what's God's way. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and speaking about Afghanistan, the the Americans that are, are there, they're still Americans there, correct? Yes. Are they still there after the 31st? Because yes. I hadn't been watching it since I've been on vacation. <laughs> I don't know the latest update. <laughs> yeah. So it's just strange that they it's so hard to get out of the country. Are they just not allowing? Or they're just prolonging Americans leaving? I mean, it's just confusing to me. It's confusing to me, too, because I don't know... I know we announced that we were leaving and there was going to be a deadline and I right. guess there was some negotiation with right. the Taliban. Uh-huh. I get all those mm-hmm. groups mixed up. Mm-hmm. So we announced it, but I guess we either didn't have enough, I don't know, resources. So Should we have had more planes to take people out or people had to call and say, I'm over here. Right. How do I get in? Because you couldn't get in through the gate. Right. I, I don't understand the whole story. We made but... a couple of mistakes in this whole thing and probably more than, than a couple. Cause, yeah, you know, that we know about. That's what I was going to say. I wasn't in the room, but just from looking on the outside, we're just doing a talk show here and we're just telling the team. Giving our feelings. Yeah, the team yeah. we know. The team we know. Chai tea. The previous administration their head of state at that moment in time met with the Taliban, did not include the Afghanistani president or government. Mm-hmm. They met with the leader of the Taliban and said, hey, let's negotiate a deal. Mm-hmm. Before that previous administration left out, they negotiated a deal with just the Taliban, not the Afghanistani People. government okay. or the president. Was They were not at the table. And they actually wanted the Taliban to come to Camp David to do the negotiations. Really? Yes. But yes, the yes. senators on both sides of the house said, said absolutely no, not. No. Yeah. We will not have that here in our country at Camp David where most people don't even know where it is. How mm-hmm. are you going to give the Taliban True. directions on how to get to yeah. Camp David? So mm-hmm. once they made that negotiation, negotiation stated the United States will pull out of Afghanistan by August 31st. 31st. They signed on the dotted line as the United States of America because that's mm-hmm. who the leader was at the time. Mm-hmm. Once Biden entered in, he had to honor that negotiation. Now, this is the issue that I feel like where the failure happened. They telegraphed everything that was about to happen via television, via news media, you can't do that when you're fighting against an organization that some cases don't have any rules and regulations, you know, when they're fighting, especially when they let all of the prisoners go. So when the Taliban, when they came in, when the United States said, hey, we're leaving, they started pulling out and the Taliban started gaining ground. They let all of those prisoners, all of those ISIS prisoners that those uh, mm-hmm. Americans had worked so hard with their counterparts in Afghanistan mm-hmm. to put away. They opened up the prison doors and let all those people out. And we had no control over that. None. But, but you know, those same people, those are the ones that strapping on bombs. Exactly. Yes. exactly. They, but that goes back to, I guess, and I need to study the Bible more. You know, these people have been fighting over land and whatever this is. I don't know where all that stems from, but maybe by the next podcast, I'll read a little bit more and do a little more research. Yeah. But maybe Reverend Cheryl can tell us some of that, too. 
but they believe so strongly that they would rather kill somebody, even a child, to get this belief over. And so that's what's disturbing to me. Me too, Beverly. You know, and then how do you get our people out? Exactly. You know, you're trying to get them out. But I think we had to tell everybody Uh and show it because you wanted the world to watch. So the world could condemn them when they do bad things. Mm. Otherwise, it's your word against this. Oh, they bonded. But now the world saw mm-hmm. what they did. Right. And so the world already knows. I know it's the same of. thing when it was Hitler. But until the world kept looking and looking until they got too much of it. Yeah. I was getting ready to say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So at least that's my that. thought. It seems like history is repeating itself. It like is. So it is. Reminiscent of Vietnam when they mm-hmm. turned out of Saigon. Right. Yeah. If you ever I, but, watched the movie The Killing Field. Yes. Was, yes. Oh my yeah. God! You but, you're seeing it all over again. Yes. Think about it. Vietnam. The French stayed there. My father always taught me this. The French stayed there 20 years, fighting with them, and then here we go rolling in. And what do we do? Spend 20 years. But I think it's much better in Vietnam now. But that's a that's it's almost a, a period of party. Country, yeah, True. it still is. Yeah. But it's better, and you can visit as an American and not be too worried. I I've had be. friends who've already <laughs> been to Vietnam. Really, it, had a great time. By the way. We have listeners of this podcast in Vietnam. In Vietnam. All right. All right. So yes. anyway, I don't want to take us off on a shout tangent, out to Vietnam. But, uh, my other question, I guess, for Afghanistan is how many Americans actually registered with the embassy so we know? Do we know who's left, who isn't left? Or And I was telling you that because there are a lot of Americans over there working for private companies mm-hmm. as contractors. And so... Does the government really know how many Americans are over there? Like right. you said, are they mm-hmm. registered? And here's another thing that they had to do, which is questionable. The Taliban, you know, when everybody started bombarding the airport, when you saw mm-hmm. the first videos of the people hanging on the airport and planes and falling mm-hmm. off of them, it's like, oh my God, they're, they're in desperation because they're going to mm-hmm. board on the outside of a moving jet and hold mm-hmm. on for dear life. That to me is desperation. That is desperation. Agreed. And when they did that, the, the U.S. government reached out to the Taliban and said, listen, we need your help with moving the people back securing the borders so that we can continue with the airlift, getting everybody out, and nobody better not get hurt or else we will strike back, okay? Mm -hmm. And they said, okay, we'll do that. Give us the list of names of the people that you need to get through the line. Which was a a mistake. So they had to say that's the only thing. Instead of them, they should have planned better and got the people out first before they did the withdraw down that's that's the that's the but when you thing. started movement guess what they were buzz they would have been buzzing i mean you're almost in a catch-22 but they took they, away all of the air support they took away all of the equipment everything with the how am i gonna sneak can, these people out Cheryl? how am i gonna get them out because when you start movement in my country guess what those same people that told on you before or you know let the cat out of the bag they're gonna do it oh they're moving but but, but then there you are you can you could have snuck people out long before you pulled out your entire infrastructure. They pulled mm-hmm. out the entire yeah. infrastructure. But then I think you would have had more dead soldiers. You mm. think? Oh yes, I do. Mm. But, but I, maybe, I don't know. I'm not. They, maybe they were know. in a catch twenty two situation. I think so. But you know, back to the conversation you were stating. You know, how does this happen? Well, when Hagar had Ishmael, this goes all the way back to okay. the Bible. When Hagar had Ishmael. And she was in the desert with the baby. She was like, I'm about to die. Lord, help us. She was mm-hmm. praying. She had to walk away from Ishmael. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, Ishmael was Abraham's firstborn son, even though he, was... he said, you know, you're going to have a baby with your wife, Sarah. And Sarah said, go sleep with my handmaiden, Ishmael. And she, no, go sleep with my handmaiden, Hagar. Mm-hmm. And they had a son, Ishmael. Well, then Sarah did get pregnant, and Sarah was like, hey, this Ishmael baby got to go because, mm-hmm. you know, he gets too much press, you know, over my baby. Mm-hmm. And so Abraham honored his wife and made Ishmael and Hagar leave the camp. And they were walking through the desert, and she literally had to walk away from her son and say, I I can't right. do this no more. We're right. about to starve to death. And the Lord came to her and said, you will live, and so will your son. But from this moment on, he will be in battle with the rest of the world. We'll be battling with him. That is who we're battling with right now, is Ishmael's descendants. Now, there is another set, because Jacob and Esau, Mm -hmm. when they had the the two twins, 
and Jacob became Israel. Mm. Remember? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And led the children. But he tricked his brother Esau. Yes. By saying Esau right. was like, I'm starving, I'm hungry, give me a bowl of stew. Mm, and yeah. I tell people, don't sell out for the bowl of stew. The first thing that comes to you, even though you want it bad, hold up because the good stuff is about to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just yeah. hold up, don't hold, don't don't wait for, don't give up on the, just giving the stew. Well, he gave him the stew. And so he went, of course, Jacob went in and his dad, he, he put on the little furry arms and everything so mm-hmm. he can be Esau. And so he tricked his father into blessing him with the birthright. Yeah. Well, Esau's descendants are also angry with mm-hmm. the Israelites, which is mm-hmm. Jacob's descendants. So you have three sects right. in Just, that whole thing. And that, it's still hanging on to them. Yes, yeah. it, is, right. uh, it will not stop until Jesus comes back right. again. And not only that, you know, when um, God was promising the promised land to the Israelites and he told them to go in and kill all these people because if you don't you're going to end up marrying their daughters and mm-hmm. you're going to end up worshiping their gods and so they were disobedient and I still think we're paying for that today mm-hmm. the disobedience the, the disobedience yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm not doing what God told you to do when we wow. sent you to these lands and so now they're still fighting each other so it's been prophesied that this is going to happen until Jesus returns so yep. it's yes. going to be a battle it's yep. going to be wars and rumors of wars it says it in Matthew mm-hmm. those are signs of the times you know but um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe war is ever going to stop until until God comes back yeah. until Jesus comes back it's yeah. crazy so there will be wars it's and rumors well, I just yeah. hope it people's is. hearts yeah. get touched and maybe they want to do the right thing. Try to do better. Yes, just do a little better. I know. I'm like Cheryl. I don't know. When you look at what's going on throughout the world, not just the United States, it's like, my goodness, you don't know the last day. You don't know when Mm -hmm. Jesus is coming back. But you read the Bible and you listen to what's going on now. You'll see the signs of the times. Yes. It's all there in writing. Yes. Yep. Revelations tells it really good. For all of you who are believers who are in Christ, no worries. We Amen. Win in the end. Amen. Yes. 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 Amen to that. Exactly. And on that note, we're going to take a break, ladies. And we're back at the Kitchen Island Tea. I hope everyone is enjoying the session. I know I am because I'm just cannot believe I'm sitting at this table. Yay! We're so happy you're here. Yes. Who I just usually send texts to. Or... Yes. Yeah. yes. So, so she I'm is the excited. one that always sends us the scripture of the day that Cheryl yes. always references. Yes, because Maury makes sure every morning when she gets up and have her quiet and prayer time, she sends us the actual scripture of the day. And so we so appreciate it. And I started challenging people because of what you do, what you do mm-hmm. for us. Yes. Challenging people, you know, send something nice. You, you send a tweet, you send a, a Facebook, you send mm-hmm. an Instagram about all this other stuff on the internet. Why not send somebody the word? Yes, uh, right. each morning and so that helps me every morning when I get up I'm looking for Maury's <laughs> yes. and, and, uh, and it really helps and I've even pulled some scriptures uh, that you've given and actually mm-hmm. built a whole message because yes, Lord you have touched mm-hmm. me with you yes. I read it and I'm like oh, there's a message and he just had me craft the message right then and there so yeah I you've actually you referenced her sending you scriptures during your sermon class. yes and yeah. at least twice I felt like yes. that was See? confirmation for yes. something Thing. So yes. yeah, yeah, it just so, builds. So in other words, we're glad you're here in person. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, and you are welcome back to the island anytime. Well, thank you. Yes. yes. So, but y'all, I I have to say it. I don't. I didn't want to go there, but oh, this um, Delta variant. I'm so tired of hearing about these things and dealing with these things contemplating things, worrying about my fellow man who isn't really worried about me, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's become so tiresome and cumbersome. Um, and now it's affecting our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really scary. That's a um, sad, sad fact. That we've allowed it to get to this point to where the children are being affected. It is. Adults are acting so silly 
And who is paying the price? Children. Mm-hmm. And just, what was it, yesterday or day before in South Carolina? South Carolina, a fourth grader died from COVID. Oh, my wow. goodness. In yeah. one of our districts. Mm-hmm. Not our districts, where mm-hmm. I live, but in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying, Maury, all he wanted to do was go to school and get an education or have wow. fun. Or go to and school, then he got you know, COVID. And then you get sick and mm-hmm. don't make it. That's and crazy. See, that's what worries me. Right. We got a grandson freshman in high school and he wears his mask but their children who mimic their parents right or who hear what their parents say about their rights and so they're not wearing masks and with the governor as we have here in texas nobody makes has can make them and so that's disturbing very very disturbing this because is... we want our children to live and grow and like cheryl said they're our future we don't want them sick and dead on a ventilator, even going through the trauma. What if they do make it? But who wants to go through the trauma? Exactly. They have stated that some of these kids that are making it out of the hospital, like one of the doctors said, that child wants to play flute. They won't be able to play the flute. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That child will not be able to play sports because right. of how the virus has a, the yeah. long-term effects of mm-hmm. it on their lungs mm-hmm. and their heart. So... What we don't understand is the ramifications of people that are getting healed from this virus or getting well from this virus. What are the long-term effects on these children? Mm-hmm. And we don't know that yet. Uh, but COVID is here to stay, y'all. It's a sad fact. It's, you know, it's like the mm-hmm. flu strand. It is here to stay, and it's a virus. And so with the virus, it's a living thing that's trying to stay alive. Mm-hmm. So it's constantly and trying to find a host to mutate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we have Delta out. And I heard somebody said Delta Plus. And I was like, is there such a thing mm-hmm. as a Delta Plus? And I heard Epsilon, which is, is out, I heard, in India. Um, so this virus is mutating. And as it mutates, it gets smarter and it, it gets does. stronger yes. based on what we're throwing at it. Even though we're throwing at a vaccine, we're already at booster shot number mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. You know, for those people that already had the two shots, the third shot mm-hmm. is the booster shot. Mm-hmm. We're at the third shot mm-hmm. and that's just taking into consideration Delta. For Delta. Not Delta Plus or yep. Epsilon or anything that's right. coming after it. Right. So this virus, we can beat this virus. What do we need to do, y'all, to beat this virus? You need to wear a mask. And get vaccinated. Woo! That is social so, distance. And social distance. And How social distance. And that? be clean. That's Just be so clean. Easy. It is so easy, Cheryl. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So easy. Oh it's my! It's basically goodness. a piece of paper or a piece of cloth that people are risking their lives for or on. There's a lot of people that are disillusioned. Um, like I told y'all before um, on the podcast. I know someone in Florida, and she said she wasn't going to get the shot, the vaccine, that all she needed to do was exercise and take vitamins. It's not that simple. It isn't, you are. <laughs> I'm with you, Benita. I know people who say, especially African-American males who have not been vaccinated, and they say, I don't have enough information. And it's all out here, but it's how you receive the information, I guess. But I know African-American males who won't get the shot, and they're saying, I don't have enough information. So how do you do that? Exactly. So what information are you looking for? And what kind of research? And are you a researcher? And are you a scientist? And, And I don't understand. If you have people who are specialize in that field and I see your wheels turning Cheryl mm-hmm. if you are specialized in like Dr. Fauci mm-hmm. Fauci Fauci I'm mm-hmm. sorry I haven't heard his name in a long Girl, time that's my man. Don't yeah I know no, no, I, no I like Dr. Fauci <laughs> yeah but if that's his thing and he is well versed and he's well educated and he has given us this information you know we don't know what all is in Motrin but we take it we don't know what's in our headache medicine to leave and all that, but we take it. We don't know exactly all the ingredients in um, chemo, but our doctors have said it's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you. So what is the deal? I know it's been politicized. Mm-hmm. What is the deal on the vaccine? Now, I will tell y'all, I got my booster as soon as I could. Mm-hmm. I've already got my booster. To get ours, yes. I, I just have to know that I'm doing my part. Mm-hmm. I wish others would do their part, but their part doesn't consist of the same thing. That they don't believe the same, and that okay, 
I'm going to have to respect that. But stay away from me, six feet from me. Mm-hmm. If you see me and you know you haven't been back, wear your mask. I've had a worker come to my door, had not been vaccinated, not wearing a mask. And you think you can come in here and do some work? No, no. You must not want my business. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Really? Mm-mm. At see least ya. respect mm-hmm. my home. Mm-hmm. So I didn't let him come in. I mean, you can go around the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, Cheryl? Go I'm, ahead. No, I'm just thinking in my head on, on why people won't get the vaccine. There's so much misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are following somebody that, you know, might be a truck driver that said, you know, the vaccine ain't good for you. But a doctor that's been taking so many degrees and so many classes and, you know, and that's this field is to know this stuff telling you it is safe and you still won't do it. Uh, I've had people that are close to me, African-American male, me too. that caught the virus and was in ICU, almost put on a ventilator. Matter of fact, the doctor said if he had waited one more day to get to the doctor's hospital, mm-hmm. he would not be here right now. And But now he is a believer and he's getting his vaccine. But it took this person to be in the hospital for seven days and lose 40 pounds in ICU before they realize this thing is real and it will attack and I need to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And uh, to the point they were ready to, you know, look at my insurance policy, make sure everything is taken care of with my family because I believe I'm about to check out of this place. He was, that person was just wow. that close. Mm. Yeah. So, Maury, you actually had covid Yes. Earlier this year. Mm, yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? And how you felt. Yes. How you felt, how you dealt with that, how your faith kicked in. Because I know there had to be some dark days. There was some dark days for me from us. afar. And us because of her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So can you tell us a little bit, if you don't mind, about you that experience? how I felt when I got it, when I caught it? Well, yes. actually, I thought I was um, having a, a sinus attack. Or upper respiratory thing. Because mm-hmm. I can remember um, working that day and saying, oh, I'm going home and I'm drinking some hot toddy. And I remember I talked to you and I said, you know, I'm beginning to feel really tired. I'm just going to go in and have some soup and crackers and lie down. And then I started getting the chills. So then I called my husband and I said, you know, are you sick? Because the reason why I'm saying this is because we knew we had been infected. But we had been close to someone uh, they gave me a going away uh, retirement party at work, and one of the doctors that I work with hugged me and my husband before we left. And then later that day, she called and said, "I have COVID." Oh, um, wow! But then a week later is when we both got sick, and it hits you all at once. And then you wake up. Uh, like that night, we both threw up our meals, mm-hmm. and. Um, we woke up the next day and it was just like we had gone to separate rooms, you know, because they tell you to go to separate rooms, mm-hmm. have your own bathroom and everything. And we just felt like a Mack truck had hit us. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a headache, you have body aches, you're really tired. And then you're trying to remember all these instructions like to layer in your stomach, you know, to help clear up your lungs. And we had a... Um, uh, Got the proper name of it, but it takes your O2 reading to make sure mm-hmm. you know your O2 is not going down. Um, and so it's just a lot, and you just don't feel well. I mean, you don't feel well. And walking up the stairs, I had to stop at the top of the stairs and wow. catch my breath mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, my husband got a lot sicker than I did, which I was really surprised because I'm a diabetic. And so that was another thing going through my mind. Lord, I know you can heal, but oh my gosh, you know, how mm-hmm. sick am I going to get? You know, it was just yeah. like anticipation. Um, my O2 went down and I went to the emergency room and, um, you know, they pumped me with fluids. I didn't have a breathing machine or a ventilator, thank God. Thank God. Uh, they yeah. did give me steroids to take. And so I was just pushing fluids pushing fluids a lot, uh, making sure that I walk, you know, um, Mm -hmm. my spiritual mom would say, you got to walk, you have to get up, you know, you have to walk. At the same time, my husband was getting worse, you know, I'd walk in the room and I noticed he was like just labored breathing and um, he went to the V. We have a great VA hospital in Columbia, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Those those doctors are on it. And so they, he called his little team and they told him to come. And when he got there, they admitted him to the hospital, and he was there for five days. Oh, my goodness. And they gave him remdesivir, you know, mm-hmm. it was a, the experimental drug that they gave him. But, um, and my faith kicked in. You know, and being human, 
it's just normal to think, okay, this may be it. I'm actually might be leaving this world. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you sure, am I ready? Lord, have I done what you wanted mm-hmm. me to do? But you know, I always talk to him every morning anyway. But those days, I mean, when I was just feeling horrible, I knew that he had me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just knew. It came to a point where I knew God's got me. Mm-hmm. And I just relied on that. Just held on to him. And so how did you get through it? How did you all get food? What oh, we happened? have the best church family in the whole world. I know you guys love Mount Zion. <laughs> but Christian Faith Fellowship, oh my gosh, that is the best. They took care of us. They brought us lunch. They brought, I mean, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, any prescriptions that we needed and we couldn't go out, you yeah. know, we'd pay for it. And they'd go and pick it up and bring it to us. I mean, we couldn't want for anything. What That's a blessing. Yeah. That what a blessing. Mm. I mean, mm. and that's what we need to do is help family. each other. That's we what are. I was saying. Yes. Yes. against each other. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Yeah. Wow. But, so yeah. everybody that's listening, you see what they went through just to be able to hold on, you know, and being so sick from the virus. So if you have the opportunity to get the vaccine, mm-hmm. don't wait. Because, you know, the other thing I thought about, uh, Maury, Vanita, and BJ, is what would have happened if that Delta variant variant had hit us before the vaccines. I know. Mm-hmm. Can you I know. imagine? There would be so many more sick people. Yes. More, yes. I mean, more the hospitals yeah. would have or been overwhelmed yeah. if that Delta variant mm-hmm. had and hit us And they're becoming that way again, the, the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when they have emergency rooms in tents outside or in corridors or in garages, you know that we're overtaxed. And I don't know if you all know it, but a lot of nurses are leaving the field because they're overworked, they're burnt out, they're in tears. Yes, their faces are all broke out, just Mm -hmm. rashes and marks. So then there's a shortage of healthcare workers. So we salute them, those on the front line. Yes, Yes. we do. Yes, grateful. Yes, well, thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. with us that experience. Mm -hmm. I know it wasn't the best. Um, I'm pretty sure you had time to reflect and think about um your life and mm-hmm. your grandchildren yes, and exactly. that probably helped you to hang on also i know us well for me i was very afraid oh she God. was so afraid maury that it affected all of us Everybody. so when you were down with covid and your husband we were down too yeah <laughs> and so we praise god for bringing you back Amen. so that it would yeah. live Diva Bonita up and release us from that hole too because we were going through it with you. So so but let we, me just just share that Maury is really Bonita's BFF. Thank but, you, Cheryl. But we, Finally. But we yes. claim her anyway. I've been trying to claim her forever. Yes. But that's that's Bonita's BFF. But I want to give y'all a picture. Do you, you think about a young child sitting on a stoop that's sad mm-hmm. because something mm-hmm. bad happened to them. Mm-hmm. Benita, that's how she was when I pulled up in front of her house. She was sitting on her front bench. And I just looked at her. I was like, you okay? She's like, she just shook her head no. And she's like, my friend. You know, and so I knew then the gravity of what was happening to you and Pastor Ken. Mm-hmm. It was major. It, it was, was serious. Yeah. It was. It was hard to, for her to function. It was like she was feeling you mm-hmm. wherever she was. Mm-hmm. So I'm just grateful that you're better. <laughs> yes, yes. She's better Thank when you're better. Yes. I mean, we had a phone yeah. conversation and when she... I could hear the change in her voice when she told me what was going on with you guys and we prayed, but I was like, Lord, help them get better so that all my friends can be better, especially this one, because she was in a low spot. So, and yeah. just to let our listeners know that they caught COVID pre-vaccination time. Pre-vaccination, mm-hmm. yes. Available at the in time. time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. In fact, yeah, it came out while we were sick. Mm-hmm. I think, and um, we did not know that once you get COVID, you need to wait three months before you take the vaccine. Oh wow! Oh um, yeah, okay. because your antibodies are high in your body. Um, so we didn't know that. We did well with the first vaccine. Mm-hmm. The second one was not bad. We just felt like um, you know, like you had the flu, like a yeah. Mack truck just hit your body. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just rested for 
a day, and then we were fine. Okay. okay. Well, it's yeah. awesome that you guys are doing much better. Yes. Thank you. Okay, let's switch gears really quick. Okay, okay, okay. Beverly, you know we have to talk about sports. Oh, my goodness. We have to. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm glad football is coming back next Sunday, y'all. Uh, are you really glad? Because yes, you know the Cowboys uh, are not that <laughs> good. To, to let everybody know that my husband is a huge Cowboys fan. If yes. I don't like the Cowboys, I can't live in that house. Uh, <laughs> she's not lying. This is true story. <laughs> so I have to pull for the Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Woo-woo. <laughs> go Steelers yeah I'm with the Steelers too and yes. then for my pastor Green Bay yeah. just have to give him some support I know <laughs> and more your team used to be what San Francisco San Francisco 49ers yeah is it still your team yeah I think so I yeah. was trying to go with Carolina Panthers but I don't know since yeah. I would stick with San Francisco I haven't liked them since um, Colin Kaepernick mm, yeah and that's why I had put them down because mm-hmm. of what happened to Colin. Yeah. Um, but he started a movement. You all already helped start a movement. So that's not all bad. I just hate true. his career got kind of. Yeah. yeah. Too. But it, he got paid, though, correct? Oh, yeah. He got paid. He got paid. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so basketball is going to be starting up soon. Football. We just watched the U.S. Yes, Open. Well, it's still going on. But, yeah. oh, my gosh. I think everybody that we really wanted to watch and play, they're gone. They're eliminated. Sloan's gone. <sighs> It, Coco's gone. Watch. I watched Coco and Simone play together. And mm-hmm. I, I was, I'm happy to say that, you know, Coco is young. She's going to be around for oh, a yeah. So let's give her some time. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing Maury said. So she was actually pulling for Sloan. Mm-hmm. I was I'm glad too. Sloan won, but I'm mm-hmm. just bummed that she lost. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we watched Osaka play last night, and that was full of drama. That was drama <laughs> on top of drama. drama. On ne- top of drama. I've never seen her bang rackets like that. And, just walk off the mom, court. Walk off the court to the bathroom and just she just was going through it. She she There's just had an emotional I moment. I think she's just going through it, period, mm-hmm. in her life right now. And mm-hmm. I think people need to back mm-hmm. off and just leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let her yeah. get it together. Well, she mentioned that it's very possible that she will take a break from tennis. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And so some of the announcers were agreeing and saying, you know, if this is what you need to help you. Right. Don't worry about tennis. Mm-hmm. Help you. Go right. ahead and take it. Because that, everybody right? knows you're good and how great yes. you are. Yes. And it's not like you broke. But I, mean, I love the young lady that beat her last night, too. Fernandez. She's eight. Yeah, Fernandez. Yeah. Maury can't stand her. Layla. Can I. I well, couldn't stand her. Well, she didn't say she couldn't stand her. I wasn't her. She's arrogant. But she's 18. Uh-huh, and yes. And so 18-year-olds, they feel yeah, like they're sure. invincible. And, and, and they just say, like we say real talk, they give you real talk. She did and do they don't real try talk. To, and she, she might not be arrogant because I listened to her commentary mm, also. She just, just think about confident versus conceited. Mm, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very confident. Yeah. Almost irritating me, confident. Well, it did last <laughs> Not because we wanted Osaka to win. That's true. That's but, true. But I mean, but she was the. But she, she said some things that I probably would have said if I had wanted to. Yeah. Racquetball queen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so she was more confident to me than conceited, because you know when you you if you you are not you excuse me humble it will come out. That's what I'm saying. But she was just so happy that she won. Way too happy. Yeah. So you know what I'm like, the next round she needs to get squashed. But, you know, she really approached the game with a lot of confidence. She did. She did not let the fact that she was playing Osaka and she was underdog. her at all. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. That's true. She had no fear. And uh, when the other guy from Canada won, she said, well, why not me? I'm going to go and do the same thing. She did say that. She did say that. She sure did. Yeah. So I'm excited the U.S. Open is going on. And like I said, football's coming and the NBA. And, and don't leave out baseball, even though my Cardinals are barely at 500. I know. But yeah. It's so all the, right. The U.S. Open is lacking Roger Federer. I know. And yeah. Nadal. Nadal. And both Williams. That's so it's kind of it's heartbreaking at the same time, and I know it's a changing of the guards, and you can see it happening, especially yeah, in the women. You can see it happening. Um, in the I do right. think you know Nadal's still gonna come back and Federer come back and do some things, 
But uh, I think Djokovic is still in it. Right? Oh yeah, he oh, is. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Yes, so I, I think. A but bite your tongue. Bite your challenging. tongue about what you're getting ready to say. Now be careful. Mm-hmm. Don't count my girls out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not counting them out. I'm just saying you can see the changing of yeah, the Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can see. I told her that. Yes, you can mm-hmm. see. And it's time for them probably to move over. But no, I no, no, know no, no, that no, no. is not hard. Not yet. I'm not ready. Ready? But I want them to go out on top. They yeah. will. They I will. Want them to go out they on will. Top. And I did not like how what happened to both of them basically in Wimbledon. And that was hard to watch, especially when Serena got hurt. And mm-hmm. then Venus, that last match she played, it was just hard to even watch. Yeah, so, but, but her her matches have been hard to watch for a while. Well, yes, but you have to understand what she has. Like yeah, I Venus don't has Sjogren's, and that's a bone and tissue kind of disease, autoimmune disease. Right. So even at your strongest, eventually it's going to wear on you. So that's why she can make it through some matches and not all the way. Right. Because mm-hmm. some days your strength is up. Some days it's down. Exactly. So you got to give her that. And so maybe she might need to kind of temper how many mm-hmm. matches she plays and win. And I'm not ready for Serena to go yet. Me either, Beverly. <laughs> yeah. Me either. I, I really do want her to get that 24. I Me mean, too. I do. So want, I Me too. Everybody would I love to too. see that. Yes. Like but I'm see seeing that. these young people that's coming out. and the, Not Girl. only the power, but the movement. And not only the power in the movement, but the strategic placement of the ball. Because oh they watch Because they watch Serena. So <laughs> they live to beat her. That's so if true. she can beat most of the other people under them, all they got to do is focus on living to beat her. Yes. You're there right. You go. You're right. So You're so it's, right. It's just, it's great tennis that I'm watching, but yes. you, you don't know who's going to win. No. I know. It's, and so, that's kind of cool, too. It is. Uh, Not the regulars right now. So we get to see some new faces. I'm surprised you're saying that. Well, you know, I'm st- I just don't want the viewers to think that I'm just one-sided for tunnel vision. <laughs> I was so. even thinking about booking a flight going out there to watch the finals, you know, mm-hmm. depending uh-huh. on who was going to be in the finals. Well, but, but now... Now I don't know nobody don't know that's going to be Next year, we ought to think about going to the preliminary that's in, I think, Cincinnati before they go to the Right. Island. They do. Yeah, it's that's a smaller true. crowd, but you get to see every big person. So we that's ought to true. think about doing that. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a, that is... Good point. I had some friends who went this year and they loved it. They had a great time. Got to see all the big names. That's awesome. Hmm. Well, ladies, I'm kind of exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> exhausted. Not. I think because our BFF Maury was here. Yes. <laughs> I will edit that part out. No. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, no, Maury is here and we're just loving it. Yes, we're glad yeah, you're here. Yes. I'm enjoying this. Good. This is nice. She was now little... I know what you guys do. So when I listen, <laughs> I'll see in my head how you're arranged at the table. Yes. And... <laughs> and as usual, we are going to eat after this. Oh, yes. That's what she really came yes, to the I island for. get to be a part of that. <laughs> I mean, that's wrong the way you name off all that good food. Yeah, name off what I have. Name it today. Oh, you guys are having fried chicken, mm-hmm. some collard greens. Mm. Cabbage with cabbage and okra oh, oh. and okra and jalapenos, right? Yes, mm. and some candy yams, candy yams, oh. corn bread. Okay, so let's end this podcast. Homemade banana pudding. Let's Woo. end this podcast so we can Uh-oh. go eat. All right, so <laughs> we are getting ready to be up out of here. But thank you again to the listeners who have been supporting us over this year and a half. Um, we enjoy it. We um, embrace it, and thank you for embracing us. And as usual, this is Vanita, and I'm out of here. Cheryl, ciao, Bella. BJ, and I'm just saying happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Maury saying bye-bye for now. Oh, That means she's coming back, y'all. That means she's coming back. All right, y'all, bye. Bye.